Bonneville is the premier podcast spotlighting people of color. Every week, we talk news, what we've been playing, and tell you who's invited to the cookout. Our show is all about talking about gaming through a prism of blackness, because we are the culture. Welcome to Bukaka, y'all. What up, what up, what up, everybody? This is the Spawn of Me Podcast with Kylie Fadams. I'm your host, Kylie Fadams. I hope you're all doing well. I hope you're having a wonderful Friday. I hope you're having a fantastic afternoon, evening, morning, noon, or night here in Chicago. We're coming and rocking straight live from Portland, Oregon, making it happen for all of you, wherever you may be, wherever you may reside, across the world, across the globe. We hope that you are doing well and hope that you are doing splendidly uh this wonderful evening or wherever you may be consuming our content on podcast platforms all across the world or here live or twitch tv slash spawn on me here in bracago in the live spot big shout out to all the folks in the chat i see kenny i see ghetto i see dr jones see thirsty i see so many all the dope folks here who are regulars in the chat whenever i get my lazy ass up and get a chance to stream uh it is always good to see you all here and so many of you returning and blessing us with your presence every wonderful day i i am excited to be back i have a lot of good energy in my body it's been a really wild month it's been very very busy it's been extremely awesome to see and get to meet so many different folks so we're going to talk a little bit this this episode about twitchcon we're going to talk about our friends over kind of funny blowing it out of the water with their new spare bedroom studio reveal today which was one of the most inspiring things i've seen in a very long time and we're going to talk a little bit about uh some new stuff that's coming out with the spawnies i'll also be showing you some exclusive gameplay from dead space uh that i captured right at the event um and also some other stuff that's happening in the space too we're gonna talk a little dead space comes like a little about overwatch in uh, what we've been playing and a couple of other things in there i was like what is that noise it's this uh microphone thing that's rubbing up against my shirt but before we get into that, I have to give the wonderful folks from uh, Image Apparel a dope, dope shout out for sending over this fantastic light box that they sent over for the studio that is in the shape of the Spawn On Me fist. It looks so dope in the studio it looks so gorgeous and fantastic i am so hyped that they sent this over they sent over another one that is from uh the capcom graffiti graphics it looks so dope in the studio i love it they sent this over custom they made it for us um and i'm just hugely and 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 uh, amazingly grateful that they would you know think our art is dope enough to make a light box out of it um, and, and send me one alongside the Capcom one. So we'll be talking about that. We'll have their link in the show notes uh, so you can see more of, of the, the, the gear that they have in the world. It's super, super cool. I really love what they do. And, and I believe that they are black owned too. So that's another feather in the cap, especially for our community be thinking about that stuff. I am also rocking my Paris Can't Cook shirt from our new store over at Fourth Wall. We are moving sites. I'm going to be shutting down the old merch store at the end of the weekend. Uh, so if there are designs that you want over there, don't buy them. 
over at the other store. If there are designs on it that you want, tweet at me which ones you want that are not on the on the new store now and i'll move those designs over too so right now currently we have the paris don't uh paris can cook shirt we have uh, a couple of our logo shirts on there and we have some uh of a spawny shirt up there as well um i don't know if we're going to bring back the oh snap coffee uh shirt i may bring that back uh all the shirts currently at 20 bucks uh, you have to pay a little bit more if the sizes are more than 2x or 2x or bigger. You have to pay a little bit more. Um, but I made sure I priced them all fairly cheaply at 20 bucks uh, because usually, you know, the space is like, yo, spend $30 for a t-shirt. And I'm like, that's wild. There's no reason to spend 20, 20, 20 bucks on a t-shirt. Um, at most, we may go up at some point to like 25, but that's, that's, that's fine. Uh, did the Bricago biscuit shirt ever come over? Hmm. I don't think it did. I have to go back and look at the old site to see, um, which shirts made it and which ones didn't. So I was up there last night, putting up a whole bunch of designs and getting that ready for tonight. Um, Oh, the, Oh, okay. I know what you're talking about. The Bricago are, we had a sports logo, uh, that was the Chicago Biscuits jersey uh, or logo. Um, I'll bring that back. I have that somewhere. I have to go find it and see where it is and 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 upload that to the store. It didn't really sell well, so I didn't. I wasn't going to keep it. But if folks want it, I'll, I'll bring it back uh, so that so that we can get uh, you together. I'm excited about Fourth Wall uh, because not only you know, from what I've heard, they do really great screen prints and the shirts are really nice and soft. We can do fun stuff over there that are like special merch drops, right? So like limited limited edition stuff. Um, they have a bomber jacket that I can get up and put a dope spawn on me uh, design on there. Um, they do uh, fantastic joggers. They also do champion gear. So like if you love the champion brand of clothing, they actually do champion branded stuff. So that means we can get all of our logo stuff on some champion gear and you know the quality of champion gear is superb. So um, lots of stuff coming down the pipeline for that. I may even put up some of the Spawnies art on some shirts. Like we just did our new Mortal Kombat uh fighting game shirt uh for our fighting game uh category that might go up on a shirt at some point uh so a lot of the stuff like me dunking and stuff that might go on a shirt uh somewhere or jersey or something like that so uh i think all of that artwork that you see in the spawnies as well might also go up um and be merch at some point if there are ones that you really really do like Again, let me know. The Jamiroquai one is always dope with the hat. Uh, the Giant Jam on it one is pretty dope on there. Uh, Spawn on Me Championship hoodie. Yo, we can do a Spawn on Me Champion hoodie. They have them on the store. Um, they don't really come in a lot of colors. It's mostly blaze, uh, blacks and grays, but our stuff looks really dope on any color. So we'll, we'll, we'll make some white stuff to go on the, on the, the dark uh, apparel and then you'll be all set. Hats, all that stuff are on there. So again, let me know exactly some of the stuff that you're thinking might be really cool. Do you want hats? What kind of hats? You know, all that kind of stuff. And we'll get those things into the rotation uh, and we may do something really special for Spawnies. So before we jump into the show again i have to say if you are paying attention to the spawnies we are still doing our nominations 
Uh, nominations will end in about a week and a half. Our nomination show will be me and Re. We'll be here live on the front page of Twitch doing our nomination show on October 30th at 6 p.m. PST. 10.30, 6 p.m. PST here at Twitch.tv says Please make sure that you come through. Again, all of the voting that has been done so far has all been from our wonderful audience and that's all of you. So if there are games that did not get into the nominations, that's not my fault. You didn't nominate it. You didn't put it in there and you didn't get enough people to vote for it. So it will be really interesting to see what got put into the mix, which games got nominated by all of you. And then as soon as we hit our nomination show, the day after that, you can start voting for winners until about the last week of November. So put those into the back of your mind. We'll be talking about this a bunch during the show and upcoming shows. And the thing that I'm really excited about is our website goes live and our Twitch extension will go live where certain folks will have access, access to it. But if you want to co-stream the Spawnies this year, we are going to figure out a way to do that. We'll figure out maybe some overlays to send you and some other stuff. Um, but if you want access to the um, Twitch extension, DM me on my personal Twitter at Khalif Adams. If you want to, if you want access to the Twitch extension, that'll let other people vote for the spawnies and the winners in the spawnies you gotta let me know before the 20th of the month uh, we're we're submitting that information into twitch so that some of those folks will have access to it they can put it onto their channels it'll be on the overlay or you can do it in the panels below but you'll be helping to help us gather more votes for the games that got nominated. So you'll be a part of the Spawnies in that way. Uh, you know, helping us do that work alongside the nomination show and then the full show that happens in January, 2023. So all that said, let's get into the news of the week with the 411 we're gonna talk about a bunch of stuff that happened during the past week and a half or so i was over at twitchcon twitchcon san diego was a huge success uh i think it broke more than just records in terms of legs and backs but that's a whole other conversation that we'll talk a little bit about <laughs> during the show um but I had a blast. I was on some panels. I was rocking my Jets jersey there, my, my custom Jets jersey. Yeah, it has spawn on me in the back. I was looking real sexy, repping my Jets. I don't care what you say in the chat. Don't talk crap against my Jets in the chat. Uh, it was dope. It was me, uh, Technique, Story Mobay, Big Bo's boss, uh, and Jarvis Johnson on a on a panel called How to Secure the Bag and and and, and um uh Miss Ash Rocks was there to moderate the panel and it was dope. It was super super cool. It was amazingly fun. I got to meet so many amazing creators and so many dope content uh producers. 
Uh, I was hanging out with Carl Jacobs for a little bit, fam. Uh, he's super cool. I got to be on a stage with my dope fam, Steve Saylor. Shout out to Steve for for hosting the Xbox Accessibility uh, stream the other day. That was brilliant and fantastic and gorgeous and well done. Um, I was on stage with Dream, Nicole, uh, Sapnap, all these big time streamers in my small time streaming ass old ass was on the stream with them <laughs> hanging out doing a food beast challenge uh which was pretty fantastic it was really really fun it, i mean we lost in the first round um but it is what it is it's like those are things that just happen when you're nervous and you're freaking out and, and all that kind of stuff um but what i learned from that moment of being on a stage with basically streaming and content creator superstars is that I am really old. It is amazing how old I am in comparison to all these folks who are making millions of dollars every week, every month. I am a street, like it felt like when I got on that stage and I, and I have to find the clip because when people were cheering, when we walked out, they weren't cheering for me and Steve, they were cheering for sat nap and dream and everybody and and people like i felt like after i left that it, like oh, on my way off the stage that someone should have handed me a social security check to be like you are the oldest mother effer on this on this stage and how are you still like are you how are you still alive like how how like your body still how like how you still work how do things actually like still function inside your body because you're old but it was wild because it was like i'm looking at all these young cats doing this work and i've never like you you're like again this is gonna this is gonna be a super old reference but like if you've seen if you go into any show and there are celebrities and their fans are in you know all the rows and and doing the things that fans do i had never seen that level of fandom in person for individual people in that way for stuff that we get a chance to do as content creators, right? Like I, I anytime quackity would breathe like 70 to hundred people would scream. I love you. He would breathe sap nap dream. They would like wink and like virtual young people panties would just be thrown on the stage ah oh my god they smiled they just did a thing ah it was wild but it was dope like i gotta it, the, the cool thing is like i never want to kind of um uh i never want to kind of think of i didn't hit anybody with that ad by the way um i don't ever want to take for granted that the space is so wide open. Like, I think a lot of the conversations we have as creators is more about the door being closed as opposed to the door being open. And what I mean by that is I think there's a lot of energy that consistently gets kind of pushed out into the world about all the stuff and all the opportunities that we don't have, right? Um, and that to me is, is, is reasonable, but also short-sighted because... What I came away from TwitchCon understanding was after seeing hundreds and thousands of people in a day walk through, go hang out, 
and like meet their community and have meet and greet lines that are like 15 minutes long is that the, you know there is a space for you on twitch there is a space for you in content creation and even if you aren't where you want to be you have to be okay with the amount of folks that you get right because each one of those people are spending a moment of their time with you like right now we have about like 35 people in our chat tonight each one of you who is here, whether you're talking in chat, whether you're lurking, whether you're telling me that Paris can't cook, which is reasonable, whether you're joking about the Jets being ass, each one of you is here and you are spending time with me, a complete stranger for the most part, because you like the content that I bring to the world and you are a part of that content. That to me, when I was going home from TwitchCon was a really profound thing to kind of come back to and, and to, to again be really thankful to all of you who spend time to be like y'all cop a shirt or i'm like super excited about the spawnies or you know you tweet at me online and you talk about all the cool stuff that's happening in the space it really does make a difference to to me as a content creator who's been doing this for a long time to think about the opportunities of you know it not being over yet for me, it not being over for black creators, it not being over for folks who want to make content that isn't just me screaming into a camera and into a microphone, that there's an audience here that cares about good, or at least what I believe to be good, solid, professional creation of content in a way that helps support a lot of the dreams that I've had, you know? And I think, I always, when I was on the floor and people would come up to me and be like, Khalif, I really appreciate you. I really appreciate your work. I really love Spawn on Me. And I would tell them all the time, I was like, I am a reflection of my audience. And my audience is a reflection of me in certain ways. And those parts really do come to the forefront whenever I get to see people in chat who have been here consistently over many, many years now. Folks who are our mods, folks who are VIPs, all of that stuff, folks who have continued to come to the streams, even when I've been amazingly sporadic in, in the fact that I do content once a week. And sometimes I don't stream for like a couple of weeks because I'm either busy or sad or depressed or, or, you know, trying to get things done for Spawnies. All of those things really did come to a head thinking about where we're at for our content creator journey as, as Spawn on me and me in, in this content creator journey all of you as our audience who have been the, the lifeblood of this show, especially with things that have been a little bit funky with Fanbyte now kind of going under and there being some uh, trepidation about where we're going to go next. Like, do we go to Patreon? Do we still continue to do stuff here? Do I make an OnlyFans? Because OnlyFans reached out and was like, yo, let's do gaming comment on OnlyFans and TikTok. Um, so there's lots of different questions in there of like, how can we continue to do this? And I think a lot of that came through during my time at TwitchCon. So it was nice to be able to see and meet all these other dope black creators, Okadrian and and Street Grind and you know and, and all these other folks who I'd seen for a long period of time and, and all this stuff. Um it's always beautiful to kind of come back and be recentered in your work. Um and it really gave me a lot of drive this week to kind of really make sure that Spawnies is going to be good for y'all. It's been I'll be honest, it's been this this year has been a lot harder than the second than the first year. 
um, it's just been harder to get people to sign on to things. We've lost a lot of sponsorship, so we don't have as much money to play around with this year to, to pull it in to make it as big as I had hoped to make it for, for year two. But I do think we're going to have a fantastic show, and I think we're going to have a really fun show. Um, and the vibes will be really good uh, in, in, in all capacities. Again, I think that's going to be one of the things that we continue to do that's, that's better than any of the other award shows right now is we have, we have soul. We have a lot of soul in our show. We have a lot of fun in our show. We have a lot of, you know, culture in our show. So, uh, so that makes me very, very happy. So, um, it was really fun. TwitchCon was great. Uh, it was wild to see people breaking legs and backs up in up in there. I was gonna go into that into that foam pit, but here's the thing, and this is the reason why I was kind of laughing. And I felt bad for homegirl who broke her who broke her back because that's not a thing you expect to go to a conference for streaming, and you come home in a neck brace with a rod in your back. That's not a thing that anybody wants. That's not the, that's not the move <laughs> for anybody involved, to be fair. Um, but the thing that I wanted to say out loud was, yo, that's your fault. It's not anybody's fault but your own. It like, yes, the, the, the booth wasn't right. But also, you got to understand, 99% of the streamers on Twitch are not physically fit. And they are not athletic. They had a lot of athletic shit to do at TwitchCon this year. And I was looking around like, this ain't the audience for this. This ain't the audience for this. This is not the space to have super athletic shit where you're on two platforms doing the freaking uh, uh, American Gladiators with the big cute with the big Q-tips fighting people in a, in a foam pit. That's not the place for this. This is not the place for physical activities. You should not take the physical challenge at TwitchCon. It is not the place to do that work. It's not it. This ain't Double Dare. This ain't it. This is not the spot for you to be trying to figure out if you're going to do a swanton dive into a foam pit that is like two foam bricks and the rest of them are real bricks. It's not my fault. I can't have a lot of sympathy for people who were doing that kind of stuff. So shout out to homegirl. I feel bad. People like, yo, Twitch got to get sued. I was like, first of all, that's, that was Lenovo and Intel's pit. Not, not, not Twitch's fault, but that teaches you stop trying to do athletic shit when you ain't athletic. Sorry. Like you got to wait. You got to wait till you get yourself right before you start doing that. And you also got to look at stuff and be like, mm, I don't know if that right there is the move because I don't know if that right there looks like it's actually in a good spot for me to for me to know. Like, I I don't know. I'm just saying shout out to Gold Honey Badger who said Khalif in the chat. Uh, look, it's not my fault. It's not my fault. It's not my fault. All I'm saying is look, there are things that I know and there's things I don't know. What I do know is I'm not getting on no rickety-ass rides at a country fair, and I'm not jumping in no damn ball pits and doing athletic shit when I'm not athletic. I learned that a long time. I remember the last time I hurt myself. Last time I hurt myself is when I ran for the bus like seven years ago. And I was running for the bus. It was here in Portland. I was running for the bus. I was running late to work. And I 
busted my ankle, and that joint sounded like an X-ray in Mortal Kombat 10. It was like, crack, 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 crickety, crack, bang, bang. And I was like, yo, on the ground crying, calling my wife. Uh, my leg, uh, help me. I want to grind, I can't get up. Uh, I don't know what to do. Ah, I don't know what to do. I was fucked up on the ground, sitting at the bus stop, sucking on lollipop, looking like a roundaway boy on the ground. <laughs> oh, Aaron Shack says, can I do the splits? Of course I can do the splits. I'm like Jean-Claude Van Damme. It's not going to happen. Nobody wants to see that. Uh, ankle made a whole song. It sounded like I was scatting. My ankle sounded like it was scatting when I was on the ground. I was like, oh, snap. That was a sound that I didn't expect. And I'm over 300 pounds. It's not a fun thing to be on the ground when you're hurt like that. It's kind of stupid. Anyway, we're going to move on to our second story of the... Oh, wait. Did I miss anything? Oh, here's what I missed. Massive shout out to Ray Apollo. Massive shout out to Zachary Diaz. Mass wait, is that Zachary Diaz? No, no, not Zachary Diaz. Uh Zach, 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 Zach. Why can't I find your name, Zach? Why can't I find any name, Zach? Now I can't wait. Now I got now I gotta find it because I'm just like I'm an idiot and feel stupid. Cause I, I need to give the correct people props when I say the, the right people. Zach Ryan! Jesus Christ. Thank you. Zach Ryan who is the homie who I totally botched his name. Massive love to Zach Ryan and the biggest amount of love to the fam, to the homie, Mary Kish for putting on a fantastic, brilliant show. Again, shout out to Ray Apollo. Shout out to Zach Ryan. Shout out to Mary Kish. Shout out to everybody who touched TwitchCon this year, who made that show great. Because for all the bad energy that was moving into the space around TwitchCon and going into it, the show was really, really fun. I didn't go to Megan Thee Stallion. Um, my wife was with me, and I didn't want to leave her out because we couldn't get plus ones to get into the, to the partner party. Um, but Megan was looking dead. God damn. Anyway, that's a whole other conversation as well that we're not going to get to on this show. But I got to give them props again. Ray Apollo is now famous in my mind. He was sitting on a stage with Amaze and Ron Funches. Like wherever Ray, clip this for Ray Apollo. Ray Apollo, I want you to know now that I remember when we first met at TwitchCon two years ago and you came up to me, you was like, Kai, I appreciate you. I appreciate all the stuff you do. Da, 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 da. Now, when I see you, I feel like you need to have an entourage and I need to bow to you because you are famous now and you had chilling on the stage, just chilling with your foot up, all grown and ish, chilling with Ron Funches. So... I'm I'm just saying. I saw you know Master Chief twer getting twerked on. I saw Ray Apollo chilling with Ron Funches. I saw uh, the State Farm dude hanging out by the State Farm booth. Uh, I saw. Uh, I got to meet Alex Valle uh, and play Street Fighter Six before a lot of people. Ha <laughs> ha! Uh, and it was just a fantastic time. It was it was great. 
it was great. I got I got to chill on a boat. I was on a yacht for AT and T, hanging out. I got to meet the fam Trey and Jay. I got to meet them, which was fantastic. So it was a really good TwitchCon. It was really fun. Um, I had a blast being there, and and, and I wish that I, I wanna I, I want one day to have one of those meet and greet booths to have people come through and come hang out. I'm not big enough to have a meet and greet booth yet, but it's cool to see all that stuff happen. So, uh, next up, we're gonna talk about our dope friends over at Kind of Funny who today opened up their new five thousand foot. 5,000 square foot studio called the spare bedroom and holy crap like like the thing I love about the the KF crew is that they are thinking big and when you think big like this it just changes the way that the industry works it just changes the way that folks like me and folks like Paris and other folks who are like thinking about what the what the conversation can be for making content in in this world now and it's just so inspiring i'm just so happy for them to really blow out this beautiful studio i think like they got like 20 like a 20 foot video wall they got a whole this thing called the lab which you're watching right now if you're watching us here on twitch.tv which is a gameplay capture room and streaming room you know they have so much dope stuff in this new studio studio that i'm hoping to to get a chance to see it soon um and to go check it out um but i'm just really proud for the boys and, and and the crew like I remember what it was like to be in the small studio, you know, up above the the comic book store when I first got a chance to be on Kind of Funny. And now, four to five years later, this huge studio, which I'm like, I want to do Spawn on Me content here. I want to do Spawnies in here, maybe, is a thing that when you see a community come together around an audience on around some creators like this it just makes you really excited because you're like you know with enough support financial support and enough people who understand what you're trying to do you can build something like this like we couldn't do anything like this in this room or even in our small room that we're trying to build next door but it's stunning like it's it's dope to see people win and to see good people win and to see good people making stuff that they have dreamt about come true like the studio is a dream come true not in the kind of rhetorical sense but in the living live space of seeing people you love win um so like it's nuts to see how all of that works and how it came together. God knows how much that space cost to get that stuff together. That video wall, the power consumption on that thing alone probably is ridiculous. Um, folks in the chat are asking, did Nick, Nick, Nick uh, Scarpino's brother build that? Probably. I mean, even the desk that they built with the three screens in the front that they're using to have as like another barrier for, for like uh, set building and that kind of plays into the stuff that's in the back. Like, I'm dying to see how all of that stuff works when I get a chance to go there because it's still wow. Just like so inspirational to see. Um, so 
massive love to our friends over at kind of funny they're they're literally right now as we speak you know we're recording this on a friday afternoon uh friday evening they're literally still streaming for another probably 24 hour stream to kind of raise money for the studio in in january so if you're you know i'm a patron of their stuff which is which is super cool uh and uh it's always amazing to kind of just see folks really build some awesome stuff and and make things really cool like you don't see that all the time you don't see all that stuff all the time happen for folks um and it just is really nice to be able to see you know content grow to see them continue to push i'm dying to see some of the new segments and stuff that they come through with and see how all of that comes together because that's going to be really fun as well so you know give them some love go check out their patreon uh you know they have two of them up uh they're cranking out content like mad people i wish i had a team that big they're at 11 people right now and if we had six people i would do some damage here at spawn on me i i would spawn on me could be big if we had more people and if we had more money <laughs> to do some of that work in this way but it's great to see them have a dream have an idea and then and then execute on it so massive love to the kind of funny fam uh we'd love to talk to them more about all of the stuff and i'm sure we'll we'll definitely see and talk to them very very soon about all the goodies there um last story again is about the spawnies again i want to reiterate you know we're doing our tweets out on the world where you know to engage and get your nomination in if you see me tweet about a category to when you reply to that tweet with the name of the game that you'd want to see uh in those categories and then likes and retweets will also add as uh, votes for those particular games it is a thing that you should definitely be paying attention to it's something you should absolutely be adding your name to those conversations and adding your games to those conversations in the next couple of days we're going to do a big tweet thread that has each an individual each individual uh category in it so you can vote for each individual game uh, in those categories, I'm sorry, each, each of those categories and put a game into each one of those. And then our friends from Grab Labs will snatch all that info up. They'll send that to me. We'll get all the assets ready for the nomination show on the 30th. And then we're going to blow it out. We're going to do some fun stuff. We'll, it, it'll be a lot of fun. It'll be me and Ree. It'll be a pretty quick show. Um, uh, we'll talk a little bit about last year. We'll talk a little bit about this year. I'll talk a little bit about some of the folks who are already going to be presenting, who have said yes and sent me stuff for, for presenting for this year. So there's a little bit of, uh, you know, of a carrot on the end of the stick to know who's going to be uh, in there doing that with us this year, which is going to be fun. Um, and we're still looking for a couple other uh, amazing folks as well. So uh, I'm, I'll be, I'm reaching out to folks behind the scenes now about if they want to be down and come and hang out with me for the Spawny. So uh, we're going to go take uh, about a four minute break, three or four minute break. I'm going to grab some water, go to the bathroom. Um, and then when we come back, we're going to talk a little bit about uh, Overwatch 2. Um, and we're going to talk about the, the spawn of me. I'm sorry. We're going to talk about the dead space stream that I was on earlier this morning, uh, with our friends from motive and show off a little bit of gameplay, uh, from the new dead space game uh, that I captured when I had four hours to play the new dead space game. So, uh, we're going to take a quick break. We'll be right back after this. 
What's good, everybody in Bracago? Khalif here. We have lots of great conversations to have for the rest of 2022. Hoping that you're having a fantastic beginning to your year. I wanted to share some good news with you early. I think it's super cool that I get a chance to say this out loud, but we are now a part of the Epic Content Creator Program. Please use our creator code spawn on me at checkout in the EGS store. You get to help us grow. You get to help Bracago get bigger. And you also now get something very, very cool because every month we're going to be doing a fantastic video series that looks into some of the great games that are in the Epic Games Store. So that means we're going to have conversations with developers. We're going to have conversations with folks on the Epic side of things. Maybe some folks who are going to be dealing with metahumans or even folks who are going to be doing stuff in Unreal Engine. So lots of great conversations are going to be coming through with a very new video series called Something Epic uh, that I'm very excited to do. And every month you'll have a new video uh, that's going to dig into, you know, a new game or, you know, a, or a game that's just in the store or, you know, even some upcoming content that's going to be in that space as well. So I'm very excited about that. We already have three episodes ready to go. Uh, we have one that's our friend Ariel Knight and Never Yield. We also have the folks from Ember Lab. So we're going to be talking about Kana, Bridge of Spirits. And then also one I'm super excited for. And I think the one that we're probably going to drop first is going to be all around the Matrix Unreal Engine demo. I am super excited to share that content with you. We have lots of goodies coming, so please stay tuned. It'll be on our YouTube channel uh, and we'll be sharing that out monthly. So I'm super excited, super excited to be in the program and hope that you all dig all the content that we're going to be doing with our new show, Something Epic. We'll see you all very, very soon. Make sure you're checking us out on socials at Khalif Adams at Spawn on Me. And yeah, massive love to my friends over Epic for letting us be a part of your family and getting some dope things in for the rest of the year. Much love to you all. We'll see you soon. Peace. Welcome back to the Spawn of Me podcast. I'm your host, Khalif Adams. What the deal be? If you missed the first part of our show, you missed a fantastic conversation around TwitchCon. We talked a little bit about kind of funny coming through with their new spare bedroom conversation and a little bit more information about how you can be a part of the Spawnies when we have our nomination show on 1030 of this this. Month. Uh, so, work. Lots of good stuff in the space there. Um, I've been playing a couple of things this week. Um, I've been playing a little bit of Scorn. Again, thank you for folks who had also come through and seen that quick little teaser video that we did with, Ke with Kepler. Uh, it was a lot of fun, even though people were hating. They were like, well, you could have just said that you was going to do a thing with Spawn, with Scorn. I was like, okay, fine. It was fun. They asked me to do it. It was chill. Whatever. But. The thing that I've been playing the most of, or at least trying to play of, has been Overwatch. Overwatch 2. Overwatch 2's release has been a freaking disaster. It has been plagued with disconnections, it has been played with bad server stuff, it has been plagued with bad server queues, and the overabundance of people who wanted to play has made that game one of the weirdest things for me as a person who wasn't a huge overwatch player but i do love the game i think it's a really good game the issue is a game wouldn't let me play it 
I couldn't play anything. I was trying to play. I was jumping around from server to server. I was trying to play on UK servers to play. Then I jumped on console. I played on my Xbox. And every time I would get an achievement, it would kick me out of the server. And then I was trying to play it on PS5. And every time I tried to play it on PS5, the land would cut out. It was madness. In the past 24 hours or so, the servers have gotten much better. It is now a playable game when for about four or five days, it wasn't playable. It was actually pretty broken in the ways that we were having stuff kind of work. You couldn't get your uh, skins to come over and migrate. There was a lot of account stuff that was happening. It was all over the place and wrong. It was just so bad. Um, and it was really frustrating and, and annoying because there was no way to really like do anything, um, which was super sucked. And I was like, yo, this is really whack. Interesting part about Overwatch 2 is that Overwatch 2 is not that different than Overwatch 1. I really don't think they needed to make this an Overwatch 2 thing. They could have just said, hey, here's some new content. We've done some server side issue stuff we're making new characters we're giving new skins we're putting some new maps in they didn't have to make it overwatch 2 which i i i I wish that they had just said it was an update and it would have been fine because it would have changed expectations in a way that i think would have been more manageable for most people and it would have made them not have to i don't know work so hard i don't know like i don't know what the differences are that are so different currently when i play that would necessitate the number two being on it they haven't dropped the pve stuff yet the pvp stuff has come is, is here pve stuff isn't coming for a little bit because they need to solve you know uh to to, to to kind of nail the stuff they're doing right now on the pvp side um but i will say this when I do get into games with people who know what they're doing and we're on comms and they're competent it is extremely fun still is it that different no is it that interesting no does it do anything really special no but it still has that core of fun that's in there when you're playing well with smart people when you're playing with people who don't understand their roles and they don't understand how to play well and they don't want to be a team when they play it is extremely frustrating to play it is a not fun game to play it is one of the more frustrating games to play once people don't have that synergy together because people are doing whatever the hell they want and they're not really paying attention to roles or the way the characters work together or pay attention to the way that the game itself works so like people running into a fight dying and then being mad at you for waiting for the rest of your teammates to come so you can actually have a team fight it's a lot of those conversations in there that are that are difficult uh, and worrisome and pretty stupid, and I wish they weren't like that. But for all of that broken and for all that kind of mediocrity, I still play it every night. <laughs> so it's like one of those things where it's like, yeah, you can complain all you want, but you're still paying and you're still playing, right? So it's like you can talk all that stuff, but if you're still getting on the sticks every night and trying to get some games in, then that's really not their fault. They can do what they're supposed to do to kind of fix things, but also you are a part of the community. You're playing that game um, in that way. Uh, Aaron Shack is like, cause down bad needs a team. Yes, I need a team for a bunch of team games. I will say this too. As soon as Mod- as soon as Modern Warfare 2 comes out, this game is getting dropped. Like, I like this game. 
a lot, but this is going to be one of those games that I don't think has sticking power in the same ways. Like, even if you think about the thing that would really keep this game kind of in the spotlight would be OWL, right? So Overwatch League um, potentially being a part of that conversation and being something in the mix where you would want to um, um, really put time into being good into it. Like, there isn't really that much to learn here in that way and there's not enough new stuff to make overwatch league that different either besides new metas and new characters and that stuff so that's going to be really interesting to see what happens there because that's going to be um you know that's going to be really cool to see what happens for all of that stuff um oh it's funny uh, for everyone who's watching here on Twitch, um, I heard a large amount of rumbling outside my window. I just found out my wife just sent me a text. She was like, oh, that was President Biden who was coming down with his entourage. <laughs> who knew? <laughs> who knew that the president was here uh, in Portland this week? Anyway, <laughs> things you learn when you're doing a stream. So I don't know where Overwatch 2 is going to land. I think Overwatch 2 is going to kind of get scrubbed out with all the other games that are coming. I got a chance to check out. Uh, I, I mean, look, the president can come by and come hang out if he wants to. Chat, Chat's like, uh, press stop by for the stream. Hey, Biden can come through. We can get him on the show. I'm down. Um, but what's going to happen with Overwatch 2 is that, to, for the most part, I feel like it's not going to really stick, even with the core audience that it built. Like, I think a lot of those folks are even more frustrated with the lack of polish that we see in a game this big coming from a company this big. And I just don't know where it's going to wind up going. Um, but I do want to play with people. Uh, I would love to snag people to come play with uh, and all that kind of stuff. I think all of that would be a lot of fun. I want to. I want to start to think about doing more game nights. I'm also rethinking about if we're ever if I'm going to go back and make a Discord for our community to find folks to play with and for everybody in that community to play with, um, and be able to do some other fun stuff that's like not streams like this. But uh, if I do get a, a Discord back up, I'll, I'll make sure to put it out on on Twitter and and, and get people into it and all that kind of stuff uh, to make sure that's in the mix. Last thing about what i have been playing this week has been dead space the remake if you're watching us live on twitch you're watching gameplay that i captured during the event i have first of all massive shout out to the friends over at motive we were we have spent probably um two years together at this point in what they called uh their creator council um, and in that creator council, they brought in a bunch of different folks who were Dead Space fans, horror fans, uh, you know, folks who are just familiar with the game in a lot of different ways to come in and kind of help them mold some of the features and some of the things to get right in the atmospheric layers and the gameplay fa uh, uh, layers of the game. And we've literally had a conversation with them off and on over the past two years to talk about how this game is going to be different and, and really cool for all, for all that kind of stuff. And they asked me to come down for to, to, to do the live stream, which you got, might have gotten a chance to see if you watched it early this morning, 8 a.m. Uh, Pacific. And it just really was a fun time. It was me and Jackie M. Butler, who's amazing and brilliant. She's fantastic. And we got to co-host it with 
some of the devs and talk to them about like what's making this game different why is it cool and why is it going to be special in comparison to the original version which we've all played and the folks at motive are just brilliant and fantastic and this game is going to look so good and it looks so good and it plays really well and they're nailing the atmosphere they're nailing the volumetric smoke stuff they're nailing all the things that made the ishimura really scary it feels it has more of that event horizon vibe feel alongside you know the the things that we understand in the the universe of dead space like all of those things are just already in there and, and it's super cool but man this game is going to be fun to play and go back through it and the reason i'm going to tell you it's going to be fun is because and if you might have seen it during the conversation today on um the live stream they're still working through stuff again the footage that we're seeing now is is still still early uh that we got a chance to play in the build that you're seeing so if there's some stuttering and stuff that's the reason why but there was a moment in the game where you know, we had been having these conversations about this this feature that they have called the intensity director. So the intensity director is kind of like, you know, if you had played uh, Left for Dead or Back for Blood, where the game is dynamically kind of changing the landscape for you in terms of how many bad guys are there, how many zombies, how many monsters, you know, how how difficult is the ramping going to be uh, between levels and stuff like that. It really works well in those games because you have an expectation for kind of uh, more baddies when it's ramped up and less baddies when it's ramped down, right? Or when it's kind of giving you a, a space to breathe. For Dead Space and for games like this, the reason I think it's kind of revolutionary to add a system like that for a game like this, especially when remakes are making this interesting, not comeback, but it's it's a new thing where we're seeing a lot more remakes in the space. And one of the questions I asked during the live stream was like, well, we all kind of have played this game already. And what is going to be the thing that makes you really excited to play this when you have an expectation and understand, you know, oh, if I walk through that door, I know there's a baddie that's going to be here. If I go in that room, I know a baddie's going to come out of that vent. And I wasn't really bought into the intensity director until I played this one section and you're going into the bottom of the ship. And TD, I'll talk about elevator rides in a second. Where... The biggest thing is like the Ishimura is one big ship now. So you can traverse the whole ship basically from front to back without loads. There are sections of the of the game that are bigger. So if you remember the hangar or the centrifuge area, all of those are redone, bigger, more expansive, all that kind of stuff. So you're going back to old familiar spaces, but they look totally different and new. But during this route that I was making in one of these corridors... Um, one of the developers was looking over my shoulder and was saying, all right, so you went through that part. I want you to make another loop, right? So I had gone to this one spot and this, uh, I was in a store. I was buying an upgrade for my character. And one of the uh, necromorphs killed me while I was in the menu. And I don't know if that's supposed to happen. That might've been a bug, but 
I walk into the room. I can hear the necromorph in the other, like, off to the like right of me. Couldn't see it, but I could hear it. So I'm like, all right. I know how most video games work. There's a cone of visibility or a cone of detection that usually happens. If you are in that cone of detection, that's when the baddies come after you. So I die. I go reload. All that stuff. I go back into that room. That bad, that, that slasher necromorph isn't there anymore. So I'm like, oh, the intensity director changed that enemy from being in that room to not being in that room. The developer says, go make another loop. I go make another loop. I go back into that room. Uh, again, this is all without loading. I'm not loading another save point. This is all without loading. I go back into that room and now it's completely dark. There's no lights on and there's all this noise that's happening behind me and around me. And it's like the marker is talking to me and I, he said, go back and do another loop. So I go in the staircase to get down and back around to that room, there are now three or four necromorphs on those stairs when they weren't there at the time that I went before. So I kill them, go through the loop again. I go back inside that room again, not without loading, with no loads. I go back in that room. The room is lit again. And those sounds aren't there. So he was like, that's the intensity director doing what it's supposed to do. It is changing. It's flipping a bunch of different switches that change up where enemies are going to be, how many are going to be. And in a weird way, you know, again, for games like this, where you have gotten an understanding of where things are and where they should be and how those things are going to work, that adds tension, that adds, especially for horror games, that unpredictability that you want in a game if you want to play it more than once and for games like this that are older it changes just the way that you play it there's also some fun stuff in there that i gotta get some more video i'm gonna put up a, a actual video about some of the fun things in there the fire effects in this game are some of the best fire effects i've seen in a game in a long time the thing that makes it dope and I wish I had, like, the files are too big to plug into vMix tonight. But I got a flamethrower, the iconic flamethrower. And when you light a necromorph on fire, it does this thing where you literally see the fire through the body. So it's like if you ever lit a candle through a piece of, like, like behind a piece of cloth or something, you see that glow. That It's like it's like it's kind of like when you make a jack-o'-lantern, right? And you put the candle in it, and you can see the glow coming through the skin of the, the pumpkin. It does that for the necromorphs, ne necromorphs, which is, so, it's a really dope, um, effect that comes through on the game. The way they do peeling is super cool. So if, you, if you're not familiar with peeling, they basically have these separate structures. So you know that you can shoot the limbs off of most of these necromorphs to kill them. But when you're shooting at stuff, they have flesh and you shoot the leg and the skin comes off and you can see the muscle. You shoot it again and you can the muscle grips away and you can see the bone. They're doing just really interesting, fun stuff that really adds to the immersion, adds to the idea of what this game has been and can be. 
and all of that in a much higher resolution state that is much better looking and much better sounding and i am extremely excited for dead space coming back um and and feeling very lucky to have been a part of those conversations in dead stream and and dead space streams uh to co-host some of that stuff so uh i'll be putting up some video uh hopefully over the weekend just to kind of show you some of that cool stuff and talk a little bit more about some of the systems but had a blast doing it if you haven't checked out the uh the stream from earlier go check that out that's on motives uh twitch page they'll probably throw that up on their uh youtube page as well at some point it was super cool to continue to do that we had a whole bunch of folks come through who are part of our council we had all the council members there in california uh which was fantastic and super dope so it was fucking rad to be able to do all of that work and come hang out with folks and and do all that stuff it was super super cool to be able to do that with them um so word uh that's the end of our show for episode 453 um again make sure you're engaging with all the stuff that's happening on social with us and the spawnies we really want you to vote um not only in the nomination phase but in the the, the voting for winners phase that'll be coming up right after uh 10 30 uh october 30th that is um so make sure you're engaging with all that goodness there uh, and all that stuff is going to be in the world for for all of you i'm very very excited for it um we are going to get up out of here for this episode uh more dope stuff to come down the pipeline we'll be sharing more of that information as soon as we have it uh and again thank you all for being here tonight it was always a blast to be rocking with you and hanging out with you here on twitch um we're gonna get up out of here but don't leave because we're gonna for the folks who are here at twitch we're gonna raid uh, another streamer uh, for everybody else listening in podcast form, we'll see you all next week with a new episode of Spawn on Me. So make sure you're hanging out and chilling out with us there. Uh, and work. We got more stuff coming and more dopeness in store for all of you very, very soon. Much love to you all. Have a wonderful weekend. And we will say peace. Much love. Deuces.